Panther fans who want to keep pounding. The ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this 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 is views is from Street. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. So we talk defense, ladies and gentlemen. Let us talk a little bit about the offense. What do we the offensively this week and i will start at the top of the conversation anytime you're talking offense lonzo because this is a complaint that you and i both brought up last weekend uh and it was the 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 variance the variability in play calling from ben mcadoo and from matt rule neither one of us was necessarily thrilled about it don't get me wrong they absolutely showed a little bit of versatility, the willingness to turn Baker loose at certain spots. But I think it almost got to the point, and obviously once you're starting to play catch-up as we were going into the fourth quarter, it kind of limits what you can do. What I would love to see in this game, though, is a little bit more steady dose of the run game. Uh, Ride Shuba Hubbard a little bit more ride Christian McCaffrey again that's not to say that I need him getting a thousand touches in this game but I would like to see him get uh probably closer to 18 19 uh maybe 12 of those on the ground but I I I whatever it comes down to I do need to see though the offensive play calling be a little bit more creative and be a little bit more consistent to open up the field and not allow uh, guys to tee off on Baker like we saw Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett do last week. Fortunately, the Giants don't have a, a, a pass rush that seems to, on the edges anyway, really give you the amount of pressure that the Browns do. Uh, Aziz Oljari is their defensive end on the left side. And they're going to be throwing Leonard Williams on the right side. They do run a 3-4. They do have Tay Crowder back there, who had a really good opening weekend. Kayvon Thibodeau's back there. He can get to the uh, get back to the quarterback as well. But they don't have the ability to get to the quarterback that matches up like the Browns do. Take advantage of that. Continue to, to, to use the run to set up the pass and not the other way around. What do you want to see out of the play calling this week? All right, so so a couple I've watched. Uh, I just actually before we went uh, started recording this podcast, I watched a Ben McAdoo press conference, and of course, questions were being asked of him the same kind that were being asked of Coach Rule about were they going to get uh, Christian McCaffrey more uh, touches, and what they both said is because of fumbled snaps and things like that, and those all dictated why they didn't get him the kind of snaps they wanted to. Um, and as far as you just mentioned about, about the, uh, the pass rush for, for the Giants, the, the, all the coaches were pleased with the center and guard play for the Carolina Panthers. So if you think about it, if you don't have any edge rushers and the center and the guards are already playing really well, then Baker's going to have some time. And, you and I have talked on on the Rob Brown show a lot about load management, and mostly it has to do with, with basketball. But we are seeing something that I think will become a major trend, and that is 
that Christian McCaffrey now has Wednesdays off to. I am curious about your opinion about this. Do you think extra rest for Christian McCaffrey is a, a good thing? Because I, I think a lot of it has to do uh, – I think he's a guy who needs more reps, not more rest. And, of course, they're NFL coaches. They know better than 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 we do. But so do you think this is going to benefit Christian McCaffrey more because he has more time to heal up? And why does he need any time this week? But uh, since he didn't get to uh, touch the ball enough, you think it's going to be beneficial down the road, letting him have an extra day off every week? Uh, I mean, listen, I know it's week one. Putting tread on tires even if it's just a short trip up to the gas station, wears down tires. And I I hate to use the metaphor. I dislike using metaphors in football that compare players to equipment because they're human beings and it just makes me uncomfortable. But it's suitable sometimes. And the reality here is that Christian McCaffrey is on a pitch count. You don't have to love it. You don't even have to like it. But you do have to accept it. He's on a pitch count. You can't put tread on those tires unnecessarily. McCaffrey knows how to run the offense. McCaffrey's very good at running the offense. The only thing this does hurt is a little bit of the chemistry and that it is one less day for him and Baker to get on the same page, for him and the offensive line to get on the same page, to perfect the timing of any gadget plays that Carolina may be trying to throw into the mix as the uh, as the year goes on. But if you ask me what's more important, that McCaffrey has the timing of gadget plays down that we're going to break out once, maybe twice every two weeks, that McCaffrey has improved chemistry with Baker Mayfield, which he's already showed is kind of there, or that we're basically pushing the pitch count week by week. I've told you how many times that I don't want to see McCaffrey touching the ball more than 20 times in any game. I got a pitch count that I want him on during practice week too. I I don't want to, even if it's, I mean, even if it's non-contact practice, every time that he runs, there's an opportunity for something to go wrong. That's not me saying, put him in bubble rack and shelve him until the playoffs. You got to use the guy. You can't go to the playoffs without him, but I got no problem with giving him a day off. Uh, I, I, I think if there's one guy in the offense that doesn't need the extra reps, it's the guy wearing 22. All right. So you talked about chemistry and I'm not trying to sow discord or anything, but in our job or, or anyone who's listening, your job, if a guy gets a day off and you don't eventually, does that become a problem for you? Or do you look at that guy and realize this, this guy is so important that he needs that day off. If you start to lose a bunch and you think that it would benefit more if he practiced more, could that eventually be a problem as far as morale goes and as far as chemistry goes with the whole team? Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think so. I, I think all of us have been in jobs. I mean, listen, not to, not to get us in any trouble, but at our radio cluster here in Greenville, Let's be real. There are broadcasters, especially those that are tenured, that are seasoned, that have been around for the long for the long haul. There are broadcasters that are allowed to get away with more. They have more time off. 
they make more money. They have more vacation days. They have a little bit more freedom about what they're allowed to do and not allowed to do in on and around the studio, in on and around the air. That's just how life works. Those who produce, those who are naturally talented, those who put up numbers have freedom, have leniency that the regulars don't, that the normies don't. Christian McCaffrey is an exceptionally talented exceptionally special player, a guy that's been here for a while. And again, more important than all of that is just keeping him healthy, right? As goes McCaffrey, go the cats. If, if Christian McCaffrey's out for a length of time, Carolina is going to be bad. We literally saw it last year, hot out of the gate. Everybody started turning their heads to Charlotte going, uh Oh, maybe this team's found another gear. McCaffrey goes down and the back half of the season is the wash. And now we are the longest losing streak active in the national football league right now. Like I understand it. I get it, but no, I'm not, I'm not wearing out McCaffrey because a couple of backup offensive guards might get upset that he gets a little bit of extra time. If that's what keeps the wheels on, keep the freaking wheels on. That's all it comes down to. All right, I you know I get I get all that, and, and and I agree with that mostly. But I've also heard it said, and maybe with some of the NFL guys you've talked to, maybe they've said the same thing that your body has to get used to the hits. Uh, you have to develop calluses, things like that. You've got to get used to the impact and taking a day off. Does that make you less ready when you're out on the field? Yeah. I, again, like. By the way, I don't want Christian McCaffrey to get hurt. I don't. I want him to touch the ball more, and I think he can handle it. If we were talking about a regular player, yes. We're not. We're not talking about a regular player. We're talking about a special player. We are talking about the number two fantasy football player in the National Football League uh, behind John Taylor. We're not talking about a regular player. So I, I, I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming from. But, no, if, if, if you can keep some tread on that tire, you keep tread on that tire – uh, I understand the concept of chemistry. I understand the concept of timing. If there's one guy on the team that I trust has the chemistry and the timing down, it is number 22. By the way, Christian, if you're listening to this, and you should, uh, if you're listening to this, dude, I, I got your back. I'm not trying to get you hurt. I just, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think you got a better shot at not getting hurt by getting more reps. That's all. All right. So we talked about play calling. We've talked about 22. Let's talk about number six. Let's talk about Bake. Um, you know, I, I wonder how much of, and I think it's fair to ask the question. I wonder how much of last week in the first half, how much of that performance was because of not necessarily the jitters, but was the result of having the Browns across from him and maybe trying to do too much. Uh, listen, even though he did have a better back half of the game, Baker Mayfield was 16 of 27, 235, one touchdown and one pick, an 84 overall rating on the day. I mean, he completed 16 passes, right? Like, I, I, if you were a team that had gone out there and had, as the Giants did, you know, 35, 36 carries because the run game was working, then I'd understand 16 carries. Carolina rushed the ball 19 times. Now, again, those numbers are skewed 
because a lot of that came in the fourth quarter playing from behind, playing to trying to play catch up here. But uh, I am hoping that there's a little bit of settle down. I saw a lot of people last weekend, Lonzo, who through the first half were hitting the world with, see, I told you Baker was bad. And in the fourth quarter went, oh, there's the guy. He's turned it around. That's the one we wanted. I'm hoping that he's got those jitters out of the way. I'm hoping that if there was any extra aggression directed at the Browns that he's worked it out because I need, I want swaggy bake. I want swag out of bake. I want him kind of having fun and being cocky and, 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 and throwing up the guns. I want all of that, but I also need a consistent level-headed quarterback. That's going to hit the routes when they're run. All right. So I'm not normally relationship cliche guy, but, uh, since I don't think we've done that yet, so I'm going to jump into this before <laughs> you do. So if you if you if you have an ex you had history with guys that were together a long time, then you have to go. You're going to a party and you look over and there they are. You knew they were going to be there, but you have to go to this party. Let's say it's a, a company function and you're required to be there. You know they're there. You know you got to deal with them. You know that you know how to deal with them. But then when you get there, that emotion wells up. It, some of it's anger. Some of it's, you know, uh, feeling like you were mistreated, all that kind of thing. And all those mixed emotions well up in you and you react in a way that you hadn't planned on reacting. And then after you're there for a while, suddenly you're like, you know what? I got this. I got this. And then you get into your groove. You work in the crowd. You're doing what you normally do. And that's what I saw from Baker. I think there were nerves. I think there were emotions, raw emotions, some anger, some hurt that caused him to go, oops, that was that was the center hiking the ball. I just dropped the ball, some things like that. But then when it when it counted and when you needed Baker to get in there and lead the team back, that's exactly what he did. And if it weren't for a couple calls, we'd be talking about Carolina being 1-0 instead of 0-1. Yeah, you know what? I, I actually really like that analogy. I really like that analogy out of you. Good job on the relationship analogy. That's usually my job, but you pulled it off A-plus effort because I get it. I've been there. We, I think a lot of us have been in that situation where, you know, you, 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 you see the X and you're just like, you thought you were cool, and then all of a sudden emotion bubbles up, and we are emotional beings, and I think if I ask you to name – the most emotional quarterbacks in the National Football League, you'd be lying to yourself to say Baker Mayfield doesn't appear somewhere up towards the top of that list. So I actually think that is a, a, a really good analogy. We're going to find out if it's accurate, though, because this week, Baker's at a whole different party with a whole new load of partners to try and impress and no X's around. So we will see if that side of the ball looks a little bit better.